Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lords and ladies, roll up, roll up for a veritable feast for your senses. We have things to amaze you. Hooray! We have things to enthrall you. Hooray! Things to spellbind you. Hooray! We have things to baffle you, to confound Ooh. and bamboozle you. Things to keep you wrapped with attention. We have things to send chills down your spine. Things to terrify you. Things to horrify you. Things to make you hide under the sheets and quail with fear. We have a small skills board of treats and whimsies for your delight and delectation. To tempt and tease and tantalize you all. Or it could be just another Staggering Stories podcast. Welcome, dear listeners, to this, the latest in our long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I, yes, I am... You're not socially distanced from us, you know. You're more than two metres near us all. What are you on about, woman? (laughs) That sentence made no sense whatsoever. You're more than two metres from us, but you're not socially distanced. You cockneys, you're a bunch of... I I'll love get you, husband. <laughs> Have you vented your spleen sufficiently? My spleen is vented. Anyway, without further ado, <laughs> fairground barkers and strange insults besides. Well, she was being all cockney. Oh, okay then. It's the news with El Presidente. <laughs> Doctor Who news. Ooh, Doesn't yeah. say that. It just shut your cockney <laughs> noise. <laughs> You can't even read. Do you fancy a cup of coffee? You can't even (laughs) see. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch fight. (laughs) Doctor Who news. Down the pub. I'll stop that again. (laughs) Doctor Who news. Oh yeah. Eccleston swanning back. Yeah. One-time Ninth Doctor Christopher Eccleston of Salford has shocked the world of Doctor Who by agreeing to return to the role in audio form. Eccleston famously walked away from the 2005 relaunch after just one season, with it eventually becoming clear that he had had a massive falling out with the production team, as headed by Russell T Davies. Even with RTD and co long gone, he still could not bring himself to return for the 50th anniversary. That is beginning to change. Thanks, it seems, to the especially warm welcome that the Staggering Stories team and mm. perhaps, thank you, thank you, perhaps a few thank others <laughs> gave to him at Gallifrey One this part February, enticing him back into the role. Big Finish's Jason Haig Ellery may well have been waiting at the stage wings, contract in hand, <laughs> hoping to sign Eccleston up whilst he was still on an endorphin high. Mm. The result of this will initially be four box sets of four stories each, currently set to release in May 2021, August 2021, November. November 2021 and, hold your breath, <gasps> February 2022. Mm, should we make it offer? Yep. Eccleston said via Big Finish's website, presumably a real and authorised statement this time, unlike certain words put into his mouth by the BBC in 2005. Ooh, a little bit of controversy there. After 15 years, it will be exciting to revisit the Ninth Doctor's world. 
bringing back to life a character I love playing. Big Finish's Baldian chief, Jason Haig-Ellery, added, I first talked to Christopher about returning to the role of the Doctor in the Gallifrey One convention in February this year. Christopher said he was enjoying meeting the fans and was pleased that his Doctor was remembered so fondly. He indicated he would be open to discussing a project with Big Finish. And then the pandemic happened, and time moved both quickly and very slowly. <laughs> Over recent months, ideas have been exchanged and discussions had. I am so pleased that Christopher has decided to return to the role with us, and I'm excited to welcome him to the Big Finish family as we discover the new adventures of the Ninth Doctor. These box sets can be pre-ordered individually or in a bundle of all four, Ooh. in download, CD or vinyl formats vinyl. via the Big Finish website. There is currently no more information on companions or even where and when they might be set. Will Rose and her teeth be joining him? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, yes. We don't know. Yeah. I'm pleased with this. Oh, so am I. <laughs> I. I like Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Um, yeah, ignoring all the stuff that was yeah. going on, as a doctor, I enjoyed his doctor. Hmm. I recently had a debate on Facebook and someone oh, was yeah. saying that yeah, <laughs> David Tennant that? saved the show. And we're saying, Absolute no, without, cobblers. without Christopher yeah. Eccleston, it's, ah, oh, but, yeah, a second season. I'm sitting here, but a second season wouldn't have been coming. Commissioned yeah. if yeah. he hadn't been so good in the first yeah. one. He was the Patrick Troughton of mm. New Who. But uh, <laughs> now I think it's really good that he's coming. I won't say to terms with the, the character, but he's becoming easier with it. We know they all come round eventually. Whether it's because of the Luger or whether it's because of time, but yeah. it's mm. nice that you know, from the fans' point of view, we're getting to see the Doctor back again in that carnation. Mm. I I think. We said in a review of Galley One mm -hmm. that it did seem to be a very cathartic moment. For oh him. yeah, completely. It seemed yeah. you yeah. could see it on stage. Couldn't yeah. You? yeah, yeah. He was yeah. he was one big grin. Yeah, yeah. he started off quite kind of like cautious. closed mm. and cautious, yeah. and yeah. then it is sort of like you you watched his whole body language open up, mm. and he realised that he could actually say what he wanted to say without people jeering and booing, and yeah. that they were actually on his side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think and, that's yeah. when and we he all was sung happy birthday. Yeah. As well. yeah. Mm. <laughs> that was a great interview with Stephen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really helped, I think. Yeah, I can only assume that RTD will not be involved at all. Well, because RTD mm. is involved in Big Finish with in the, the backgrounds with Torchwood, Torchwood. and with uh, the, yeah, the, the Rogues box set. Um, I think it would be a bad idea. Yeah, I assume he's not going to be involved in this in any capacity. I could do um, stories with him and just Jack because Jack and Rose were traveling him at the same time, but we know mm, that sometimes yeah. he'd leave well, Rose behind and that kind of night. stuff. Oh, sorry. Well, the, the, there is a small section where they could dump all these form box sets quite easy with no companion. With no companion. Yeah. <clears throat> it, yeah. It's um, when the TARDIS takes off and comes back. And did I mention it always travels in, also travels in time? Mm. Yeah. They can... So much time in that little gap. Yeah. And there, there is an undetermined gap at the beginning yeah. as well between yeah. the end of day of the Doctor and, mm. Rose. and yeah. Rose. Yeah. But it would be nice if Billy Piper was to join him. Oh, it yeah. would. Yeah. And I think it would be a shame if she didn't for at least yeah. one of those Hasn't boxes. she said before, though, that she has trouble finding the character again? Well, she's come back to Big she, Finish. She has mentioned yeah. that, but she's done it on uh, at least two on Big Finish. There's the well, tenth, hopefully she will. There's one of the Tenth Doctor box sets, and there's also her own, her own box set. Dimension yeah. Canon, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully she will then. That would be kind of awesome. Yeah. Obviously, Barrowman is involved in Big Finish mm -hmm. yeah. a lot. Torchwood and he's got his own Captain Jack range. Mm -hmm. Whether he'd work with Eccleston, I think he probably 
probably would, but the, clearly they weren't the best of pals on set. Mm. I think they they, they didn't, well, they so, didn't have some, any fallings out, but they, they their style didn't. Yeah. With some guys, they, 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 get, re- they get offended when another guy comes up and introduces himself by placing his willy in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. strangely... Fine, that was strangely fine. That was John Barrowman all over that. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that and having his buttocks autographed. Yeah, but I don't think that would have necessarily been Eccleston's taste <laughs> Yeah. I quite like the idea of having at least a few set before Rose. Yeah. And see him straight after yeah, the end the, of the time. Yes, see how yeah, damaged he is. Yeah. And you'd have to have him not look in the mirror as well. Well, the, that And that could be a real good plot point. Only when he meets Rose is he yeah. prepared to then yeah. look at yeah. himself. Well, I mean, that, that was the case of, I think it was one of the lines in the novel form, uh, of the Rose. novel of Day of the Doctor, oh, Day of the Doctor right, yeah. is the fact that Eleven had to rummage around trying to find a mirror because for some strange reason all the mirrors in the TARDIS had been smashed mm. I imagine that yeah happened during mm. the, the War Doctor's yeah. time yeah. Yeah. yeah because we don't know how much time elapsed between the regeneration no. you know, from the War Doctor feels like not much he's still mm. coming to terms with yeah. his body you, yeah. you get the idea certainly in Rose that it's recent because the years yeah. so yeah, he certainly hasn't looked in the mirror no and I think that could be an interesting character mm. point. Yeah. and he's, yeah. he's with it enough to know that he's tracking something yeah so he hasn't just regenerated and crashed on Earth. Yeah, so it could be a few stories of him trying to atone by helping the survivors and the refugees of the time. It does also make sense that he's become the antithesis. In his mind, he thinks he's become the antithesis of everything he fights against. He's become the the genocide person. Mm. He wouldn't be able to look at himself in a mirror. Mm. He's got to reclaim the name the Doctor doctor. as well. Because from his point of view, he only just killed the Dime Lords. So he's probably still thinking he doesn't deserve the name the Doctor at this point. Yeah. Right, shall we move on to the second uh, yeah. item of interesting, news? Interesting. What, is, what is the second <laughs> item of news? Well, Jean really wanted to read one, so I, Crumbly, do you want to read this one? <laughs> yes, you go for Crumbly, I'll do the last one. Oh, oh dear. Right. <laughs> Star Wars, new holiday special incoming. Yay! Star Wars! Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> right, the throat of George Lucas may oh, have yes. wanted every copy of the 1978 Star Wars holiday special destroyed, as most people who, who have watched it. Yes. But Disney have plans to make a new version in animated Lego form. <laughs> the Disney Plus streaming service will bring us the Lego Star Wars holiday special in November 2020, just to really put the boot into those who have suffered <laughs> enough already in 2020. <laughs> this will see Chewbacca, Ray, Finn, Poe, Rose, and now the various droids head to Chewie's home for Life Day. Yay, Life Day! Oh, yeah. Despite being set after after Rise of the Skywalker, Disney suggests we should expect to see some classic characters too. Mm. At a mysterious Jedi temple, Rey is hurled into a cross-timeline adventure through beloved moments in Star Wars cinematic history. Come into contact with Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Yoda, Obi-Wan and other iconic heroes and villains from all nine Skywalker saga films. But will she make it back in time for the Life Day Feast yeah. and learn the true meaning of holiday spirit? No. Prepare yourself for the... Spoilers! <laughs> Prepare yourself for the 17th of November, exactly 42 years after the original CBS monstrosity aired. <laughs> it is... 42 years! <laughs> it is sounding just as bad. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm sure it actually be a lot of fun. The, the Lego... Uh... Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. good fun. So Lego, Lego removes it slightly. Yeah, it's very like tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because the original was just so serious. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that's not what I mean. It was just so bad. I think I it think was taking itself seriously, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I think the original is still out there. It occasionally pops up on uh, YouTube. Oh, you can find it, yeah, on <laughs> if you Daily search. Motion or YouTube or yeah. something if you, like that. If you really want to look yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on then, husband. What's the last one? No, I'm pissing her off by letting <laughs> everyone else read the news. Just because I interrupted your football game. You did, which I won 12 0. Mm. Yeah, lying yeah. on her bed. <clears throat> okay, on mm. football game. <laughs> Doctor Who. Fury from the deep. Oh. Not furry from the deep. Dated. Furry from the depth. We have long known that the next Doctor Who animation recreation will be the Troughton era Fury from the deep. Ooh. And now we finally have some details, including. A release date. Coming in DVD, regular Blu-ray and still book Blu-ray, this set will feature both colour and black and white versions of the six-episode story. The telesnap reconstruction with optional narration from Fraser Hines, audio commentaries, a making-of documentary and various other interviews, behind-the-scenes clips and so forth. Also included will be Victor Pemberton's BBC radio play The Slide which inspired his script for Fury from the Deep. Mm. The making of documentary called The Cruel Sea has literally pushed the boat out by sailing the likes of Fraser Hines, director Michael E. Bryant and helicopter pilot Mad Mike Smith. <laughs> That's a name you want your helicopter yeah, pilot to have. <laughs> out to the old Red Sands Fort. In under a month, on the 14th of September, the UK release will be with us. It is currently unclear when the international releases might happen. Is this, um, didn't we see bits of this at Gallifrey 1? It was either Gallifrey 1 or it was the BFI screen. It was Gallifrey 1. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they they were showing, um, they showed a few segments of it. Yeah, Uh I think you're right. In one corner, yeah. The animation team were there, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a shame this will be the first one where they won't have done a BFI screening with yeah. it. It will be, won't it? Yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. yeah, normally they would. I don't know if BFI are back yet or what. Obviously, cinema's now back in some form. I've not dared to go near the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think our cinema's back yet. It is. Crawley's, it is. Crawley's yeah. open. Yeah, been open for a week or two. Oh. You have to wear a mask, don't you? Even if you're drinking and eating, how's that work? You've got, <laughs> you've got the latest rules where you've got to wear a mask in the cinema. You just, just mash it. Popcorn is going to push it up <laughs> under yeah. the mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people coming out with massively bulky what knobbly masks yes. what happens is you just release the nose and snort the popcorn no, so you, you, you go into hamster mode yeah. you, what you do is you say I would like some salt popcorn please and they say right pull the mask open and the tube goes in and it pumps the popcorn in so you're like a big hamster mm-hmm. and then throughout the film you just <laughs> sit and munch on it God, salt popcorn I know. no I don't know why I said salt I no. can't stand the stuff no it's got to be the sugar don't like popcorn <laughs> no, don't get stuck in your teeth even any if, addendums even if Andrew just offered me one I know any addendums Ooh. Ooh. We are addendumless. No, no, there's some cogs moving there. Go on then, Crumbles. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to remember this. Any of those lucky people out there who have Sky Atlantic, yes, yes I'll advise you to keep your eyes peeled for a programme watching that starts tonight, I do believe. Ooh, okay. It's called Lovecraft Country. Oh, oh yes. 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 That's good. It sounds like an unusual combination of um, the HP uh, Lovecraft uh, Cthulhu mythos and... Um, Coronation well, Street. <laughs> well, yeah. That <laughs> Scares <is> well. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scares me every time. And uh, the state of the uh, sort of uh, the union in uh, well the 1950s, mm-hmm. you know, the, the racism that was rife in the deep south. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And uh, no, as I say, it sounds 
certainly sounds very interesting because there are quite a few of the uh, creatures from the uh, Cthulhu stories appearing in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've seen various trailers of that, mm-hmm. and unfortunately we haven't got Sky Atlantic. No. Yeah, yeah, so if anyone has, yeah, let us know about it. We'll come round and watch it with Adam. Yeah. <laughs> from a safe, socially distanced mm. distance. Of course. I've got most of the uh, yeah, Cthulhu short stories, even though they were written almost 100 years ago. Mm. I mean, they... No, <laughs> <laughs> they still hold their water most definitely do they scare the bejesus out of you they're written in a very unique style that um oh, H- you don't say very unique <laughs> it's unique or it's not unique <laughs> partially unique partially. <laughs> <laughs> uh, H- grammar nazi alert <laughs> i'm sorry hp uh, H- lovecraft and um august derleth i mean they had a very u- Put the microphone Turn stand down, down Karen. <laughs> Say it again, I dare you. I dare you. No one. <laughs> Isn't Lovecraft uh, problematic these days? I heard uh, something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He, he wasn't uh, most progressive of people, I gather. Um, he did have slightly more well, sort of racist and. Um, yes. Slightly. Yes. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. I have an addendum. Oh, right, yeah. Lower Decks. Ah. Oh, yes. Star is. Trek Lower Decks. It's, it's first two episodes are out. First, yes. Sorry, I, I thought you said Lower Decks. I thought you were talking about some weird stationary thing, like a Roller Decks. <laughs> Sorry. Star Trek, colon, Lower colon. Decks. Carry on, dear. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've seen a couple of bits and pieces, and what I've seen of it, I have enjoyed immensely, okay. despite certain rabid fans going on YouTube saying Ooh. it's debased and a desecration of George Ro- uh, G- Gene Roddenberry's memory. Let's face it, Star Wars, Express? Star Trek, Doctor Who wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be right yeah. without some moron going yeah. on yeah. social media saying it's the worst thing that's yeah. ever happened. Decrying it. Yeah, so, yeah. It's it's amusing. It's nicely tongue in cheek, but it's not poking fun at the subject matter. Mm-hmm. It's laughing along with yeah. it, mm-hmm. and the amount of little Easter eggs that are or trek easter eggs that are sequentially into the background is mm. is worth just sitting there worth your time pointing what, those out what era is it set in after next gen set after nemesis mm. but yeah. was it nemesis the last film yeah and before picard it looks very next gen yeah mm, yeah so when you say animated form it's animated it's cartoon mm. It's in oh, a similar blimey. style to Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's one of the uh, one of the writers of Rick and Morty, I think, oh, is, is, it? Okay. is a showrunner of it. Well, I was thinking Star Trek, the animated series. No, no. They've actually animated it. Yeah, it, it is more... <laughs> it is, it is, <laughs> not just slid a background along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is more cartoonier mm. than that, yeah. but it flows better mm. than that. So when you say Rick and Morty, I expect one of the characters to keep belching all the time. <laughs> Any more addendums, chaps and chapesses? And that's the end. Oh, 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 oh she woke up. <laughs> no, no, I'm just checking the BFI oh, website. God, has someone died? No, no. <laughs> no, the BF web, BFI website says the BFI is opening on the 1st of September, hmm. but it doesn't look like the Fury from the Deep will ah. be one of the things that will be screening. Well, yeah. They always sell out for a Doctor event, mm, so yeah. they mm. would be overwhelmed with demand for that, I suppose. I'm just checking to see if anyone's dead. Nobody's dead, I'm aware of, although... No, nobody's dead. David Tennant's podcast is back, for those oh, yes. who are interested. Uh-huh. Yes! I heard yes. the first one of season two with uh, Jim Parsons. Do you know, I haven't heard any of them yet. They, they're you? really good. They're I've heard a couple. Yeah. They are... Where'd you they get my favourite still, I'm the not, Olivia Coleman one? I'm yeah. not an Apple person, so where would I get hold of them? Just download a 
podcast app, Google Podcasts, or which one do I use? Podcast Republic, I think. And is it just a David Tennant? Just do a search in there and you'll find it. Yeah, David Tennant does a podcast. Well, I have to say, I enjoyed the um, (laughs) Zoom thing he did with Michael Sheen. Staged. Staged. So if that's the kind of like same level of a stream of consciousness, I'll thoroughly enjoy it. (laughs) This is him in a conversation. It It is. It's not an artificially uh, heightened version. Yeah, it is um, a stream of conscious, but it's, as I said, more a conversation rather than... It's a real him, not a weirdly twisted version. Oh, I've done that. I think some of that was a bit with him as well. <laughs> and that's the end of the news. When I say to you the names Jack Palance, oh, Roy Kinnear, oh, Annette Crosby, yes. Bernard Breslau, oh. Morris Coburn, definitely, yeah, Morgan Shepherd. Oh, he's, he's been in thousands. fine, oh, yes. fine yeah, actors. Yeah. Yes. The, who, quite frankly, should have known better than to be in Hawk the Slayer. Oh, God. Pause for music. Yes, dear listeners, we at Staggering Stories are serving up yet another generous slice of 80s cheese. (laughs) Now, I have a confession here. Last time we finished recording the podcast, we were deciding what to cover this time. And I suggested Hawk the Slayer because, you know, I'm a nostalgic person. And we just watched Space Hunter Adventure in the Forbidden Zone. And I thought, what could possibly be worse? So obviously Hawk the Slayer. And then me and Keith got muddled up with what the date was and we didn't actually watch it. (laughs) So we're going to hand you over to Adam, Gene and Crumbly who... Took one for the team. For, uh, yeah, I, I just have to say before we sign off is the amount of looks that we got when we said we actually forgot to watch it. I thought they were going to lynch us. I thought Adam was going to use a swear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, what could we say about... Did Hawk? you just pee in my apple juice? <laughs> might a little bit warmer than expected in the fridge. <laughs> now, what can we say about Hulk the Slayer? Oh, I've got one thing from the um, trailers and things you just showed, made me watch on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you were showing me the right thing? Because that, to me, looked like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It wasn't far, yeah. well, it wasn't far removed from it. Okay. it. It was a touch of Star Wars. Really? With the sprinkly, <laughs> oh, yeah, because you've got the... The glowing got, crystal. You've got, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You've got the, mm-hmm. the sword that can levitate towards... But it was on a string. I one step off blind and I could see the string. Yeah. You've got that. Oh, you've, got you've, the got, ba- you've got the baddie who reminds you of Darth Vader. Oh, oh, yeah. And that yeah. headdress who's, yeah. who speaks... Figure the baddie. ...being commanded by some kind of like... Dark, dark horse. Dark um, but there is a reason why, because it's another based on another um, Kurosawa film. Who basically Star Wars was filmed. Based why is on. there a robot elf in it? I know. Well, it oh, just you, has a very mechanical word. He was a Vulcan. Yep, he was a robot. A sprinkling of very bad Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I did see in those trailers. It did look a bit monkeyish as well. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't any monkey magic or anything like that. No, Mm. there was a heavy... Well, say, it was inspired by um, a Kurosawa film. Ripped off from. There's a lot of um, Japanese-esque movie overtones, (laughs) like the fact that they can fire out... Just the way your face was screwing up as you said. So, uh, can one of you explain to me what the story was about? (laughs) 
victim. It was a much of a story, yeah. No. There were two brothers, one of which was about 70, the other about 20. Okay. The 70-year-old goes bad and kills the 50-year-old father. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm not quite sure. I'm confused. There was an accident between a contraceptive and a time machine. Yeah, yeah. And then goes to kill his younger brother's Who's good new looking. wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because she didn't love him, she loved the brother. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, didn't he know that by the fact that she'd married his younger brother? I think that was when he found out, yeah. That's when he discovered oh, that. that is a clue. Yeah, it was a bit of a clue. Yeah. So she disfigured him. Blinded him. Oh, she is murdered. this the one-eye thing? Yes. Oh, see, I'm getting this. It looks so, like so horribly scarred. He was going bad, but that turned him yeah. completely. Oh, well, it would. You'd be <laughs> well, annoyed at least. Well, he's got yeah. to be a bad guy because his name's Volton. Yeah. Yeah. Volson. Mm, yeah. yeah, whereas well, our hero is called Hawk. Yeah. Well, you're, you're never going to grow up well if you're named Volton, are you? No, no. The, 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 yeah, the, film, the film title was The Story. This is a story of heroic deeds <laughs> and the bitter struggle for the triumph of good over evil and of a wondrous sword wielded by a mighty hero <laughs> with the legions of darkness stalk the land that's the title that's the little prologue for <laughs> oh, right. the well, legions of darkness here being yeah. Voltan and a few jumped up roby people yeah, yeah, but they're yeah again, kidnapping I mean, a nun is that the spanking scene Vol- yeah that's the spanking Volton must have been a really bad person because he named his son Drogo <gasps> Drogo, no, 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 because Drogo in Game of Thrones, he was the leader of the Dothraki and he was a decent guy. This he one was wasn't. Very, this one was very muscly and Jason Momoa like. <laughs> this, this one wasn't. Oh. This one was a bit weaselly and. Yeah. Oh no, he's the anti Drogo. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Let's just say the, the scenery had lots and lots of bite marks in it, <laughs> particularly from Jack Pelance. How did yeah. they get Jack Pelance? Oh, he must have been desperate. I, mean. I, I don't know, but I do know he knew exactly what was going oh. He was getting involved in and went for it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. definitely. The, probably the best non-Jack Palance acting was from Bernard Breslau. Oh yeah, and he well, didn't. He, he didn't make he one double entendre at all, did he? <laughs> There's a nice double life between him and the dwarf. dwarf. Oh, the dwarf. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've, got to, I've got to ask a question. Isn't the dwarf from uh, Dungeon Master? I you know the so, the, yeah. IT, the ITV thing where mm. they get the kids wandering around the CGI'd dungeon. Oh, it did look very familiar. Yeah, yeah. I mean the bearded uh, yeah. dungeon. No, oh. I don't think so. Yes, and um, the amount of times that uh, Crow said he must return to the Black Hills. I mean, if I had a penny for every time he said that. And also, one thing I did notice was that you can't say hawk without that happening. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whenever you say hawk, it did it again. Not just in the, the little musical stings, but also the extreme eye close-ups they did. In oh, the, yes, yes. It's very much spaghetti western. And Zooming in on the yeah, eyes. Yeah, <laughs> looking at the two eyes, the two people about to fight, and looking at their eyes, and they're about to pull their swords or whatever. We mustn't forget the sorceress who had the piece of leather across Sorry, her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Another famous name we didn't mention, actually. That's Patricia Quinn. Oh, was Dragonfire. that the sorceress? Yes. From Rocky Horror. And she was wonderful at some very 1980s special effects. Oh, good grief, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I always thought that um, Hawk's wife-to-be and the sorceress were the same person. I did yeah. as well yeah. for a while. So she's mm. the one who is incapable of wearing a mask properly. She wears it round her eyes instead of over her mouth and no, nose. No, because her mm-hmm. eyes... Mm-hmm. It was a joke! <laughs> we know! The whole film was at a joke. We need to look at something seriously. <laughs> and who, who, who was 
um, living in the Rani's TARDIS? Because there was a special uh, no, effect no, with that, two mm, rings. Well, that, that was Patricia <laughs> Quinn's character. That was hers. That, oh, that was her woman. magic spells. Ah. Ah. Yeah, that was the scene where Hawk was jumping off to pick up his posse. Sorry, who was? Mm. Hawk. <laughs> so he goes off to get the giant and the oh, dwarf no. and, and one the thing, elf. Why was Crow always running in slow motion? Because he's a robot. <laughs> Well, apart from that. He was going very fast, like but, six million dollar yeah, man. Yeah, like because you've seen yeah. how fast he can pull that, but oh, you know, yeah, the fine, arrows yeah. come yeah. out yeah. instantly, like yeah. with the. Um, it's almost yeah, as if mach- they're not there. Uh, Machine but, gun. Yeah, if, I, if, I, if I can explain, I got this from the trailer. If I can explain, listener, when Crow, Crow would, yes. would fire his arrows, they would edit out him loading up the arrow. So yeah. Yeah. just suddenly. just repeating the same shot over and over and over And it's the same with the crossbow as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, so it's a, it's uh, Morgan, a GIF. Morgan Shepard's crossbow. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much so. Ah, oh, but I did like the epic sword battle between Hulk <laughs> <laughs> and Voltan right at the very end, yes. Well, of course, oh, it yeah. has to be an epic oh, battle. Don't tell me who won, because I might want to watch this later. Oh, no. Look out for the you? little ping pong balls. Karen, oh, yes, the storm of ping pong you balls, you will yes. want to see the sequel, Hulk... The Destroyer. No, no, I won't. Which <laughs> no. never got made, no. despite as I meant to say, and I love this made over my dead body. In 2015, they were still trying, trying to, to get yeah. the money for it through mm, crowdfunding. It I know that. Through crowdfunding. Oh, my yeah. word. <laughs> oh, it's so wonderful. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> Oh, Besides actors, also a famous art director. Go on. Michael Pickwode. Oh, joking. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been quite early in his career. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. this was 80, did you say? 1980, 1980 came 80. out, so probably yeah. filmed in 79-ish, I don't know, yeah. I think mean, the thing was, I mean, it was very much like old adventures in the Forbidden Zone. I mean, so when you watch it with the benefit of rose-tinted glasses, <laughs> I mean, it's wonderful, it's lovely, and yet when I watched it, I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, having my very distant, foggy memories of it, I thought yes. it was pretty bad at the time. Oh, yeah. so did I. But it, it was uh, enjoyably bad. Watching it moments. now, I think when when I said Adventures in the Forbidden Zone has to be watched with alcohol, mm, yeah, this has to be watched with something far, far stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Napalm. Yeah, it is a film I'm not desperately to watch again. It's soon. a film you have to Ever. experience once in your life. No. No, I wouldn't I did experience it, on it once in my life. You made it experience it twice. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how I feel with horns and lime on. <laughs> there's some good moments in there. A lot of the banter between some of the... Oh, yeah. The posse is quite good. OK, the hawk himself oh. is terribly wooden. Mm. There's nothing there. Even right at the beginning where his father's being killed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's still he, stony-faced. He doesn't go to help him or anything. He just yeah, stands, standing there. Looks dramatic. Give me the sword now, then. I will become the champion. He's That's shocked. You're not even going to help him <laughs> or anything. <laughs> Yeah, first so. aid. No, let him die there. <laughs> His time yes. has come. He's lived a good yep. life. But he can't do that because he is Hulk. He did go on. He did go on to other things. He did. He, he played. Despite this. Despite this. He was in Lost. He played Christian Blimey. Shepherd in Lost. What was his name? Christian Shepherd. No, no, no. The actor. Oh, John Terry. It was John Terry and not the one not played the for Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. He can probably act better. He probably can. <laughs> Have you not seen him when he's fouled? I mean, that's yeah, Oscar yeah. winning Roll stuff. Blimey, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is the first of the type, but clearly he was cast for his look. Yeah, mm, in the eighties, yeah. you get a lot of action heroes who can't act. Yeah, yeah. pretty boys. He, he definitely had he had the eighties quiff. quiff going yeah. on yeah. there. The, ro- and the Robin of Sherwood. This mullet. is why he yeah. couldn't move because you know there wasn't quite enough hold, not enough product <laughs> on his hair. Jack Palance is more than acting for both. Yeah, 
Hulk. Oh, yeah. I think he's more than acting for everyone yeah. in the cast. Yeah, yeah. If I remember rightly. He was spitting out splinters. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun seeing Christopher Benjamin and Morris Coburn and people like that, other Doctor Who yeah. actors that we know. <laughs> Trying to figure Bernard out how the hell they got there. The house wants us to stop talking about Hawk the Slayer now. It's gone very red. Boy Kinnear was very good in it too. He's one scene, but he's very good in it. So... Think carefully before you answer this question. Do you think any of our listeners should be made to watch Hawk the Slayer? No! My advice is, watch it with a substance of your choice. (laughs) Yeah, don't expect too much, but there are fun moments to be had. And it's only 90-odd minutes long, so Mm, it's not too bad. Oh, boy. The message of death. So, dear listeners, if you enjoyed our banter about Hawk the Slayer... And the silly string. Don't and the, the silly, silly string. string at the end. Oh, God, and yes, the silly <laughs> string. <laughs> and the storm of ping-pong balls. You forgot about the silly <laughs> string, haven't you? I forgot about the silly string. <laughs> Please send us your thoughts on it at, to show... At... Staggering... Stories... Dot... Net. Okay, after suffering through Hawk the Slayer, some of us, <laughs> we chose something absolutely glorious <laughs> to make life better. Very silly. We listened to the Paternoster Gang. Ooh. Pause for music. So Big Finish is called Heritage One. I'm not quite sure why Heritage mm, comes heritage. into it. Yeah. yeah, No idea. There we go. It's a three... Disc box set. Mm-hmm. Well, I think four, including the, uh, yeah. the bonus disc. Yeah. Three stories. Three stories. Mm-hmm. The bonus disc is actually longer than two of the stories. <laughs> <laughs> the um, behind the scenes stuff, 92 megabytes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, who's actually heard this? Right, I've listened to these. Mm, yes. And these were absolutely fantastic, weren't they? Oh, yeah, good good great. Yeah, there yeah, is good something time. special about this team. They are. They, they do have chemistry. They really, they do. really. Yeah. Do. Together, All three yes. of them, they work wonderfully mm. together. Yeah. First one was the cars, cars that ate London. London. Yes. Electric cars. Electric cars. That yeah, I was cars. loving this. Yeah. <laughs> that transformed into robots. Yeah. Robots I love. Did, disguise, did you like yeah. the line? Wow. What a transformation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not robots in disguise. Though. No. <laughs> the electronic carriages. So yes. you, you mentioned also the, going back to the chemistry, is Jenny telling Vashtra about it. And, oh, that sounds terrible. Do you want to lie down, dear? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, no, of course not. Maybe later. <laughs> yes, I love that little scene. Now, when I listened to the, um, you know, the Cars That Ate London, yeah. I wasn't sure... From yeah, to start off with, whether it was set in this London or a current-day steampunkified London. Mm. Well, It's set in the past because he's mm. kind of getting premonitions yeah. of the future and yeah. pollution mm. and yeah, that kind of Yeah, it must be stuff. 1890s. At least contemporary with Jago and Lightfoot. Yeah, yeah. Because we've had yeah. at least one crossover. And we, we saw that, what's it, that electric car from in the Science Museum about 1896. Mm. Oh. Yeah, so it's that's sent, sort of age. It essentially looked like a, original, a carriage. Yeah. Mm. Without yeah. horses. The original yeah. Fords were going to be electric cars yeah. until oh. the petroleum yeah. industry got to Henry Ford. Yeah, the first cars before Ford were, mm. were electric. Mm. We had a quite a deep discussion, didn't we, about how um, perhaps it's a good thing that petro- the petroleum companies dug their heels in because 
if we'd had electric cars then we'd have probably destroyed ourselves by now (laughs) (laughs) so at least we've had a bit of a delay (laughs) the other way around isn't it (laughs) well i don't know you know it'll start with electric cars technology moves on (laughs) so apart from the fact that we're having philosophical discussions about the destruction of the earth and pollution you get the impression that the guy that's created this power plant Mm. to make these electric cars is just somehow had visions of the future Mm -hmm. but then it turns out there are alien manifestants guiding his way or alien implants yes he has been taken over by an alien ai Mm, yes effectively but we we don't get to see or hear much about it what is sontaran yeah sontaran Sontaran, that's it strax wouldn't have had a ship there because he came back with jenny and vastra didn't he from uh whatever century whatever it was um, Demons run. Yeah. Mm, there yeah. is another Sontaran in the next story. Yeah. Who may have Stom. left some tech after a crash landing or something. Mm. Yeah. So in the next story, the, the Sontaran shacking up with that young uh, guy, isn't yeah, he? The two, yeah, Chris, the, it was Christopher two, Ryan, wasn't it? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. The two sets of protagonists, they mirrored each other because uh, Stom yes. and the young man who run the camera shop, they were in a relationship. So this was the second yeah, whereas, story, wasn't it? Yeah, whereas it's normally you think of Jenny and uh, Madame Vastra. Yeah. Yeah. A photograph to remember yeah. the Bloomsbury bunch mm-hmm. I liked the, I think this was my favourite one of the lot the, the idea that the guy the workman who died mm. yeah. mm-hmm. and his body was taken over by the soul of a duchess yeah. so he's uh. sitting with his wife taking <laughs> mm. afternoon tea, tea yes. and sewing um, <laughs> tapestry squares and yeah. things yeah. <laughs> this great um, big burly <laughs> bloke <laughs> Revenant that's right yeah. Yeah. I, I liked this one the whole idea of the deceased coming to mm. life and it all relating to photography mm. playing with photography yeah. and a crystal yeah and I did have hints of sapphire and steel. Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. It, it does have that vibe running through. Mm. There again, in the late 19th century, spirit photography was the, a very big yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, that and the, taking photos and the, the books, the yeah. de- books, books of the, of the dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the others. Exactly. If, if you're interested in that sort of thing, there's a film called The Others starring oh, Christopher Eccleston yeah. and Nicole Kidman. Mm. That's yeah. really worth a look. Again, these particular stories are not for the younger listeners because, again, on this one, there was nothing overtly said, but there was a whole bit where the photographer realised that Jenny and Vastra Mm, were a couple, were married, Mm -hmm. were doing it. (laughs) And it's like, but you're... And he was very obvious he was in love with... It was Strax. Well, not Strax. It was Stomps. So you think it's the kind of like Vastra It's been mixed up for this. It's been mixed up, but, yeah, there's sort of like a sudden twist in his mind. Well, that's something I found found that quite sweet, that Mm -hmm. his Victorian mind thought there was something wrong with himself. Yeah. And then when he realised, hang about, that's quite normal. Yeah. yeah. He realised, yeah. what the heck, let's go for it. But like, and he, like, got, he got rescued, didn't he? He got taken yeah. away. Mm. I liked the way it was done, though. It was it mm. was done effectively, but it was still light-heartedly yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, one thing I did like was the abundance of Straxisms in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were too many to mention, but one that sticks in my mind was where... Um, Strax and his guys as a butler answers the door and says, if you'll give me your business card, I will endeavour not to destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I suspect we will see the Bloomsbury mm. oh, we will, yeah. again. Mm. And I hope they- so. 
they were definitely they weren't the antithesis. They weren't no. like bad bad guys. No, but they were certainly more out to make money than mm, yeah. than well, anything ha- ha- else. Less well, morals. Oh say. yes, yes. Was, yes. Stone was an entrepreneur, which is very rare for us on Taran. Yeah. Oh, what was that scene? Jenny going to the market to buy twelve racing pigeons. Oh yes, and the market <laughs> the stall holder said, "Didn't I sell you twelve last week?" Said, oh yes, yes, madam loved them. <laughs> have, you got, have you got the swan? It's her birthday coming. Don't ask where it came from. Where yeah. Strax and Stone meet each other, and you can hear this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so who's tra- in charge? Yeah, they're, tra- <laughs> they're wondering who to salute. Yeah, who's yeah. To salute yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a way, it's a bit odd that they introduced the Bloomsbury bunch so early. Yeah, yeah. 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 Only in the second story, the sort of thing you'd expect in the box second set. Second box, box yeah. yeah. It still works. They're good. Yeah. Then the final one is the Ghosts of Greenwich. I the Greenwich. I liked this one partly because I got a lot of the in jokes that people wouldn't necessarily have got. This is a Greenwich person thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, I mean, one of the things that made me laugh was the name of the young man in it, Plumpstead. Oh, yeah. 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 Which kind of made me laugh. And for anyone that doesn't get it, Plumpstead is a place hmm. just down the road from Greenwich. Thames Mead got a mention as well, didn't it? Sorry? Thames Mead got a mention as well. Thames Mead got a mention. And knowing where this actually was, so like Flamborough House and that kind of stuff, it was easier to listen to as well because I, I knew exactly it. You where can visualise it. They would go, in Greenwich, you do actually, you know, people sort of, how do you spell it? Green witch. Yeah, like sandwich, but green yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) classic small piece i liked the play on this one i mean this one was about greenwich time the meridian about greenwich time i think this is the first time i've actually heard anything where the meridian line was actually stealing time Mm. Mm. it was it was a very good story i really liked that concept you know taking that words greenwich time and just Mm -hmm. playing around with it Greenwich Mean Time, because it's being nasty. It is mean, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nasty time. Nasty. Naughty time. Without giving the end away on this for anyone that hasn't listened to it, there are clues there, but it is quite a nice little twist at the Mm -hmm. end when you find out who and what and why. Yeah. (laughs) I hope these three do many more, because there's just something special about them. They have got that hole from Lightfoot... Uh, yeah, Jago Jago and Light, Light, they can't Isn't Jago anymore. meant to be in? Yes, I think he's in the later boxer. Mm. Yeah, there's one Ruma. later on called Jago's birthday or something like mm. that. Yeah, by those stories, there's proven that there is an appetite for yeah. these, and certainly uh, the Paternoster gang have the same chemistry as yeah. Jago and Light. Very much. So, so. It, it, it's an obvious replacement. Yeah, mm. I, I generally speaking, am not a big fan of the spin-offs. I like the Doctor Who stories. I don't listen to many of just the assistants on their own. Unless it's like the Sarah Janes where I know them. If they're the big Finnish world assistants, I generally don't. Like, I haven't listened to much of the Benny Summerfield and all the rest of it. No, she's really good, but it just it just isn't. It's not in that. It's not your thing. It's not in that canon kind of style. If they were one, I'd listen to them. These ones I've really, really enjoyed, and I want to listen to the next two or three box sets. They feel like they are the same as in the TV program. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think that's that's with the other stuff. I don't have that sense of feeling with it to link it through to the TV program. But these, they. Definitely fire off of each other. Yeah. The, and they work in their own right. Is they don't 
reference the Doctor. No, no. It's them. It's, it's their them. own story. The characters are still strong and funny, but have also developed out. As mm. I say, these are more teenage young adult stories purely <laughs> because of how they're playing around with sexuality yeah. and that mm. kind I of stuff. They're not that bad compared it, to Torchwood. Oh, well, it, isn't, it isn't. But it's also the kind of thing that I don't think it'd be bad li- letting a younger kid listen to oh, it no, and no, I don't think a younger kid would even notice. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah. even yeah. notice. But it's a wonderful thing is, about the younger kids. There is that <laughs> element in there which I quite... I quite like that whole kind of like flirty yeah. relationship they just going into Shrek stuff, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'd really recommend these, even if if you are a bit like me, someone who tends to stick more to the Doctor stories and the main ranges and that kind of stuff. They have the right feel to them. Yeah. Mm. Okay. You can pick her up. The third one has just come out as we record this, and there's at least one more after that, and hopefully, hopefully there's even more. more after that. So we would like to know what you think of the Paternoster Gang, either. Big finish wise or in general. Why not? Do write to us via show at staggeringstories.net. <laughs> and remember, you can share you what you feel about Paternoster Gang and Staggering Stories at our Facebook page. Oh, yes. Is she at Libbing? She probably is. Okay. It's quite clever. Dear listeners, You've been writing to us. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully we'll put them out on time this time. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. That's most kind. It's wonderful. Thank you. We've heard from Catherine. Hello, Catherine. She says, hello, Staggers. (laughs) Hello, Terence. Uh-oh. <gasps> we forgot. Oh, no. Oh, the pert we oh, raised. Oh, the look, pert is burning, burning your head, Adam. Oh, no, oh. not again. <laughs> she had forgot he was even in it. He's been very quiet this evening, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. He's Hardly look- any interrupting. He's looking very pensive tonight. Oh, one, two, three. Hello, Hello Hello, Terence. All the various... Hello, Graham. Graham. All the Dangerous various Churchill. Nazi spot. Hello, wonderful Clara and rancid bit of cardboard Amy. <laughs> oh, and face-wearing Moomin. <laughs> anyway, Catherine continues. Hello, Terence. Hello, Head of Pertwee. Aww. And hello to all the assorted critters and characters <laughs> inhabiting Adam's world. Isn't that a children's program? <laughs> Probably. Adam's world. world. Wonderful <laughs> to hear you all back in one space again. Welcome back. Crumbling. Oh, thank you, Catherine. <laughs> it seems I don't have much to say about this episode of your fine show. I've never heard of Adventures in the Forbidden Ooh. Zone and don't have much to say about State of Decay. Oh. It's a good story, certainly the best of the E-Space trilogy, but I have no strong feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Logan's Run, which you talked about previously, now that... I can say a few things about. (laughs) I was too young for the movie when it came out, but do have vague memories of watching the short-lived TV show with my older brother. I read the book later on and found I had to stop looking at the stills from the movie that were in the centre of the book. They just didn't match up. (laughs) (laughs) When I finally saw the movie, I was struck by how cheap some of it looked, especially the model shots of the city. It looked a lot closer to the original Star Trek than Star Wars, which came out just a year later. Even so, I do like me some Michael York. (laughs) 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 Well, she likes her Yorkie bar. (laughs) (laughs) As it turns out, my time-travelling adventures have all been cancelled due to widespread stupidity. Sorry, COVID. I think you were right the first time. Like the rest of you, I have to deal with all this time passing slowly and in the right order. How do you stand it? (laughs) I've been listening to a great deal of Doctor Who audios, mostly revisiting stories I haven't heard for a couple of years, and I'm finding even ones I didn't enjoy so much 
much the first time. Mm-hmm. There's new stories to be had too. My recent listening has included Stranded One, the oh, Donna yep. Noble box set, mm, yep. The Robots 2 oh, yep. and Missy's second box set. Mm. All in all, I've enjoyed them while not thinking too deeply about the stories. <laughs> Stranded was great fun as a fish or fishes out of water story mm-hmm. and I'm very interested to see where it goes. Indeed. It was fantastic to have Donna back and acting very doctory mm-hmm. with a travelling companion and all. Oh, right. oh, yeah, Marvellous to have Donna as Doctor being mistaken Dr. for Donna. Merlin. <laughs> I think that's it for now. Stay well over there. Anon, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. You stay you well care. too. Yeah, take yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Shame it's all been cancelled. Yeah. This entire year is a bust. Yes. yes. The whole world's on pause. I was meant to be going to New York in a few weeks' time. That's all been cancelled. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Can we just hit the fast forward button now? Yeah. Yes. Do we have audio? We do have an audio Ooh. feedback, I believe. Ooh. Who do we have it from? I think it may be from Reese. Ooh, hello, Reese. Hello, Reese. Hello, hello. Staggering. Hello, hello Reese. Reese. Because, yes, this time I can indeed talk to you through this format and you'll be able to hear me. As Here we Keith can. pointed out yep. last time. Yep, definitely. So, because that is the case, I'd just like to address you all by saying hello, Adam, aka El Presidente. Hello, hello Karen, aka Fake Keith. Hi. Hello, Keith, aka Real Keith. <laughs> Hello, Andy, a.k.a. Crumbly. Hello, Hello Jean, a.k.a. Jean. The Riddler? <laughs> the Staggering Riddler? Ah, oh, hi, Jean. And hello, hi, the Jean. head of Pertwee, just known as the head of Pertwee. As and uh, hello, Dangerous Churchill. I don't know what else you're known as. Just uh, hi, everyone. How are you all doing? I hope you're all doing very well. Yeah. I'd just like to start this feedback off with a little bit of an apology to fake yeah, I think so. Uh, she'll know why. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll explain. Basically, uh, Sandra and I do a podcast called No Doubt Consumed. It's kind of like Flotsam and Jetsam, except for it's a whole episode of our podcast. Uh, and we talk yeah. about what we've consumed recently. And uh, one of the things we consumed recently was the video game slash computer game slash whatever you want to call it, wherever you're from, uh, The Last of Us Part 2. <gasps> and we knew that fake Keith had too, and she was quite vocal about mm. how uh, annoying yeah. certain gamers were when they <laughs> played it and then had a go at the writer-director and one of the performers <laughs> in it because of Hunched what one of the characters like did. And yep. uh, we, we thought we'd invite like Fake Keith awesome. onto the show to have her talk about the game and about the reception of it. Mm. And so she said yes, which was very nice. We set a date and then uh, it's actually a very long game and Sandro didn't finish it by that date. So we rescheduled mm-hmm. and then the day that we chose... Fake Keith obviously decided, okay, yes, I'm going to go sit down at Skype, and she had our Skype contact details, and she called me, and I didn't answer. Four times! She called me again, <laughs> and I didn't answer. <laughs> and then one more time, and then she decided, well, that's it, they're not answering, I'm going to go and uh, enjoy my day, because I've got better things to do with my life than wait for these two Australian punched. lads oh. to come and talk about a video game. <laughs> so she went off and enjoyed her day. And then I came along about half an hour after that. An hour. And noticed that she'd called, and then Sadra and I realised that we'd got the calculations wrong in terms of the time zone differences. So, sorry, Karen. That's all right. We ended up talking about the game anyway, because other than that, we hadn't consumed much, so it would have been a very short episode. Uh, So, yes, very, very sorry about that. But we will try and do better next time, if indeed there is a next time. You're dead to me. So, on to more podcast-related topics. Well, I can't really talk about... Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Because you have to say it that way. Yeah, you do. 
I, I can't really talk about that because I haven't seen it. Oh. Uh, I can't talk about State of Decay because I haven't seen that either. Ooh. But Ooh. I do have to say, uh, I noticed that the theme tune for uh, Space Hunter Adventures <laughs> in the Forbidden Zone was very much like uh, the music from Captain America the First Avenger. The Ooh, theme really? tune and a little motif that plays. And that sounds a little bit like this. And I thought that was kind of interesting to notice the similarities. So yeah, I can't talk about that. I can't talk about State of Decay because that's a Doctor Who story I haven't seen. Hmm. But what's happened recently that I could possibly talk about? What that's relevant to a science fiction podcast that loves Doctor Who could I possibly mention? Stroking my chin. Oh, that's right. Christopher Eccleston is coming back to Doctor Who. Thanks to Big Finish. And I'm thoroughly excited. (laughs) I'm excited for a number of reasons. One, Christopher Eccleston's coming back after 15 years. Two, he stood his ground, which I I respect him. All all power to him. He had a falling out with the BBC and higher-ups there and producers of the show, and it coloured his opinion of it, and he didn't want to do it. But he's decided that he'd come back now. Hats off to him for standing his ground. Much respect. Mm. But also, I'm happy because on a personal level, I love Big Finish. I think they're really good and I think they hire really great people. Mm-hmm. And they kept the show alive and they gave Paul McGann seasons worth of stories when he only had one for so long. Mm, yeah, and that's yeah. great. The only problem is there's so much of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to use this as a jumping uh, back on point because I always mm. keep you up for a while, but there's just so much. Even yeah. following the old philosophy of listen to the eighth doctor because he didn't have much, listen to the sixth doctor because he's better served, and then listen yeah. to the spin offs like Jago and Lightfoot, even that started to fail me because they made so much Jago and Lightfoot <laughs> in yeah. a very short period of time, mm-hmm. really. 14 boxes. So I'm just happy that I'll be able to jump yeah. back on board with this. Also, a bit of a quick note about something that Gene was saying last time. While I agree that 15 years is quite a long time, longer than most other shows running these days, modern shows, I think we could still call New Who, New Who, because Rose is newer than an unearthly child, or even Survivors, or even the TV movie. And uh, the Timeless Children is much newer than even that. It's only a number of months old. I get her point, but it's still New Who. Newer who so anyway and on that note i'll just wrap this up with a little bit of a hope which is Ooh. odd to come in you know halfway through the year oh not even that we're rapidly coming on the end of the year i reckon it'll be here very soon i mean this year has been really weird in terms of feeling really slow but it's also kind of flying by mm. anyway yeah. i've got a bit of a hope it's about the upcoming doctor who oh, yes. and i'm going to play this as carefully as possible because it could be slightly spoilerific Uh, don't worry adam i won't mention anyone by name but uh you'll see what i mean (laughs) so there are reports and rumors and one of the cast members have said that they're basically done with the show right but i think we're going to be down a companion or two come the new season or at some point in the new season expectation so my hopes or my singular hope is that the two people that remain on the tardis if it's two yes graham I just hope that basically uh, the Doctor and Yaz are the ones remaining because that will give Yaz finally the chance to be developed (laughs) properly. She was much better in her second season, but still overshadowed a lot. So it would be really good for the sake of that character. But it would be also quite nice uh, for the sake of the fact that I like Bad Nip Gill and 
Jodie Whittaker. Um, <laughs> sorry, we're talking. Tree. No, uh, it would be really good to have Jodie Whittaker experience a single companion at a time. We haven't had that for her. And something else we haven't had for the show at all is two female lead actors yeah. in the That's TARDIS. True. The TARDIS team consisting of two women, which, you know, is kind of... Yes, I'm waving my feminist flag there. But this show has been around for 56 years, 57 by the time we see this season that I'm talking about. Maybe even 58. No, it probably won't be delayed that much, but I know COVID's delaying it. But yeah, it's been around for so long and we haven't had a chance to do that. So celebrate the fact that a show that's all about change is about to have a change that it hasn't had before. And that's what I said when Jodie was cast and that's what I'm saying now. But yeah, that, that's my hope. Jodie yeah. and Mandip both stay on the TARDIS as the main characters and we get a season's worth of adventures mm. with one companion. Yeah, and hopefully that will develop her character much more than she has been. Anyway, uh, I've waffled on as I usually do. So I'm going to leave you all now and say thank you very much for the podcast and I will speak to you next time. See you later, guys. Take thank care. You. Thanks, Thank you. Bye-bye. Interesting, yeah. Well, not to give the game away. I don't think anybody knows. It's only speculation at this point anyway. Mm. Yeah, th- there is one of the characters that will be leaving because the person concerned has signed a contract for a major new part in a TV series. We found, we found that out of galley, didn't we? We yeah. did. Yeah. Although it's not impossible he could slot that between some dog too. It's, Before it's, the COVID anyway. I don't know what the yeah. hell that's Besides, it's no big surprise. Companions leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Two seasons is a good leave. run. Yeah. yeah. Well, apart from Rose, during Tenant's run, every season stays for one year. Yeah. 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 Obviously, we had Rose... Was with a different doctor for away. Year, but, uh, yeah, they couldn't get rid of her. Yeah. <laughs> it's not until Moffat's run where we had companions with two and a half seasons mm. each. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well. Although I don't know if the BBC would be courageous enough to have just the Doctor and Yaz. I, ho- I wish they would. I hope they do. I think they'd feel compelled to have a, a male companion. I really hope. I hope you're wrong. Because I, 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 agree, I agree with Reese. I think it would be a very interesting dynamic. It would. Even and, if they just they... try it for like one or two stories. Oh, just yeah. Just to see how it's... You may well do it hmm. get it for that. But I don't know. Or will we get Jack as a full-time companion? I hope not. <laughs> Jack's, Jack's done. That's Jack's brilliant, but Jack's done. Okay. I, d- I don't want them going back. Yeah. You know, so he's got I, he's got a meter though. Presumably, I am assuming this is going to be the special. Oh, I but. want him to meter. That's going to be <laughs> wonderful. I love Do you imagine the Doctor Jack? making a yeah, Jack making a move on yeah. the Doctor? I'd lo- yeah. I'd love I'd love to be the first Captain time. Jack, and it would be nice to see Captain Jack in an entire episode or maybe a two-parter. I think that would be lovely. But yeah, I'm with Karen. As much Not as I love yeah. Captain Jack, I don't think having any companion back yeah i think it's a bad idea yeah it's one thing like sarah jane to have them in a story but not to have the companion back as a companion long term Mm, yeah because in some ways that's also disrespectful to all the other companions to say you know in some way this one is so much better than and it's it's also (laughs) disrespectful to it would be disrespectful to witaka well some companions are specific to a certain doctor yeah yeah Yeah. okay Mm, we'd like to hear your views on everything Anything, Ev- everything, everything, everything. What, even the, the the concept of up, the lint I found on my belly button, the lint why is it always blue? in Keith's belly button, and why it's always blue. Crumbly's left toe. He only has one. <laughs> All right, only one left toe. Only mm. one left toe. Mm. Yep. So do write to us via show at staggeringstories.net. 
Lead us out, Crumbly. Crow. <laughs> <laughs> and so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh, oh. thank God. <laughs> but maybe next time we'll watch everything. No. Sorry. Oh, oh, The those people actually nominated it to be watched. That was below the belt. I got you there, didn't I? You did wonder why we was laughing all the way back in the car like, the other week. Did you not understand what the we're not going to watch it song was about? What do you mean, Hulk? It did it again. Yeah, the Slayer. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> but never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old and new. So until that... F for fart. Fart. Because that's how I'm feeling. You want to break wind? No, I just feel childish and insignificant. All right. And a little bit smelly. Fornicating. Fornicator. Flatulent. Frog. <laughs> Flippity jibbit. Comes floundering. Frustratedly. Towards us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. <laughs> Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast Series 1, number 348, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Crumbly, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Hello, good evening, and welcome. Why are you doing a Margaret Thatcher impression? I've got no idea. <laughs> that lemon drizzle was lovely. Mm. There's one more left. No, no, two no. Two no. more, no, more I'm, left. I'm, I'm flop. One piece of lemon drizzle. The night before Christmas. It was all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not, not even, even a mouse. Tesco's have got the Christmas nipples in. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, good grief. Yeah, you can, well, we're getting even some September yet. You, you, can, you, can, you can buy Christmas tree cheesy biscuits. Well, <laughs> this year I let them have it because I think everybody wants this year to be over. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there has been a proposal that Christmas can start early this year yeah. because we sure as hell need yeah. cheering well, up. What, what, I just want the bloody year to end. What, well, what was, was the line? Nobody actually wants this year to end because if this year ends, then 2021. 2021. Oh. <laughs> I hate it when I have to explain. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of defeats the object. No, it's better written down because then you can see the numbers yeah. 2021. Yeah, I just thinking and numbers. Then, and then you're like, 2021. Well, it was victorious. What was the thing? Uh, everyone's staying up this New Year's Eve just to make, make sure. Make sure it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this New Year's Eve, haven't we? Yeah. All, all stand outside at uh, midnight and yeah. shout, Fuck! <laughs> yeah, I think there will be a lot of people yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. We will survive it, Ali. I read this wonderful conspiracy theory thing today on Facebook. It's a long, it's linked to a Twitter thread. When they turned on the um, Large Hadron Collider oh. in 2012, the world did actually end and we've all slipped sideways into an alternate dimension. <laughs> and they've come up with lots of reasons why they think this is true and... <laughs> clues that are spotted all over the place and that's why 
everything seems to have gone to hell in a handbasket mm. since 2012. Well, I, I am yeah. convinced that this is the darkest timeline. It probably is. You've Heads. both got you've both got goatees. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you haven't. So, no. so you've what got this to have an eye patch or really is that oh, the, it, the, the gorgeous <laughs> Brian Cox is responsible <laughs> for it all. Then. Yeah, <laughs> which is why we forgive him because what was gorgeous. the line? I want Daro. I want someone to. I want to find someone who looks at me like Daro Brian looks at uh, Brian Cox. <laughs> Brian Cox is too busy staring into the middle distance. He is. <laughs> that old they don't half make a joke of that mm. on the monkey cage. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but we've put up with this all weekend. When you burp, you have to say, Pardon me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've been told. I burped discreetly into my hand. No, no, you have to say, Pardon me when you burp. Oh, yeah. sorry, pardon me. And if you fart, you say, Excuse me. <laughs> okay, then we're in a restaurant. <laughs> At least this goes priorities, right? Mm. And if I, when I sneeze, oh. no, you must sneeze into your arm. Do you think Adam will punish us for not watching anything? I, I think one day <laughs> we're going to be in our 70s yeah. and he's going to kick you in the nuts <laughs> and say, that's for Hawk the Slayer. But by that point, you'll be so dribbly and moronic that you won't, yeah, you won't know what he's about talking it. about. Yeah. Oh. You won't even know who he is. So, so basically you're talking about tomorrow then. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> oh, week last Thursday, actually. <laughs> Right, which are we going to do first, Hawk the Slayer or Paternoster really Gang? Get, get Hawk the Slayer out of the way so, okay. so that I can mock you and that <laughs> for having to watch it. <laughs> Even though you're you, the one that you suggested, suggested it. it. <laughs> <laughs> what other one can we suggest and not watch for next time? Um, ooh, well, I think Beastmasters are definite. Yeah. <laughs> and Crumbly's an orb of the highest order. Oh, Hi. Is that your bottom? <laughs> I read. I, I've lost it. I read. I read. I read. I read. You both, both read it you together. You face. Both read it together. I read. I read. I read. I read. <laughs> She's stamping her foot, you know. Have you been bitching at Reese? I don't remember bitching at least, but it's been over two weeks, so I may have done As you said today, I've been asleep since then. Yes. <laughs> Quite a bit, actually. That's his, that's his answer to everything he forgets. He's I've been, been asleep. asleep since then. <laughs> it, it, it's a certain point in your life when you yeah. download at yeah. night. Unfortunately, yeah. you forget to reboot. Yeah. <laughs> See, or you reboot too much and it just pours out the air as you get yeah. up. Hulk. <laughs> <laughs>